Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Welcome in to the flagship, another bonus edition, the third one of the week of the flagship here on the Talk of Champions family of podcasts. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, all right, the old Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, the on three. And finally, after um, weeks, if not months, if not a year of back and forth text exchanges, promising each other, me to Ben, Ben to me, that we would get together and do a podcast. By God, we're finally doing it. Before LSU, it's kind of perfect because it's Nola Ben Mintz. Hey, buddy, what's up? Oh, doing good, man. You know, uh, I, I, nothing nothing excites me more than LSU Ole Miss weekend. Uh, this is going to be the 21st time in 24 years I go, going back to 2000. I mean, I, I hadn't made them all, but that's a pretty damn good streak. Uh, obviously, everybody knows I'm from Louisiana. I live in New Orleans. I used to work for ESPN Baton Rouge. So, the LSU Ole Miss weekends, you know, it's it, it's just the biggest reunion ever, every year. And, uh Excited about this one. I mean, I know that there's a lot of people upset after last weekend, and rightfully so. But you know, I, I really think we're going to have a hell of a game on our hands, and Ole Miss has a good chance. Um, they're getting a lot of love, like, "Oh, watch out for Ole Miss!" But I think we're doing it to ourselves again. I don't want to, like, you know, maybe that's the we are Ole Miss scars here that we're talking about. I don't want to hype it back up and then Ole Miss inevitably lose the big game again. Couple of things make me like Ole Miss this week. I, I was actually in Death Valley Saturday night. And, man, LSU, you know, you think of LSU and you think of Tyrone Matthew and Patrick Peterson and Trey White, you think forever they were DBU. You had all these elite DBs. Now they got Nickel State transfers and Southeast Louisiana transfers, like getting huge run. And you look at the Florida State second half and the Arkansas second half, their secondary is getting torched. And, you know, obviously Trey Harris is still banged up. Franklin played his first game. But I think – the big if is obviously the Ole Miss O-line because that's been a big problem. And last year, Harold Perkins just wrecked Ole Miss in the second mm-hmm. half. And so, huge if. But I think if you can get decent protection, Ole Miss receivers could run free on chunk plays. And so, I think, you know, Ole Miss will have a good – you know, good has a good chance to score some points, but it all comes down to the O-line and blocking Perkins. And, and I would feel I, the same way if not for how they played at Alabama because this is not – uh, the same kind of Alabama team we're used to seeing, still capable, more talented. They do have good defense, has, but ten points. Thing with Alabama, though, man, Ole Miss has only won twice ever in Tuscaloosa. You know, you look at this week, everybody's crapping on Ole Miss because obviously that second half was atrocious. But you got a bounce back spot. You got backs against the wall. Ole Miss always fights LSU. And then the other thing I look at because I'm a gambler is 
this is a rat line, man. LSU comes out as a two and a half point favorite. Awful. I mean, that is as ratty as it gets on the road. And they're trying to bait all these suckers into saying, hey, you can bet LSU the better team and they can win by a field goal and you win. And it just, it reeks. And right when I saw LSU by two and a half, I was like, I think Ole Miss is going to win. Just, just, just off that line. Because I think that Vegas is, that's just such a trap. Just it, that line really smells. So Yeah. So for you, uh, you're not taking anything from the Bama game. It's just a bad day. Flush it, move on. Well, I'm taking some stuff from it. I mean, the fact that Ole Miss, you know, and it goes back to the two-lane game. I mean, the Ole Miss running game. You know, like two of the last three years, Ole Miss has led the SEC in rushing. And this year, you know, you had 56 yards against Bama, against two-lane. I was worried. Look, after that two-lane game, that was the most deceiving 37-20 final score ever. I mean, it was a seven-point game with two minutes left when we made the 56-yarder. And – Almost only averaged 2.6 yards a carry. And when I walked out of that game, I was like, man, this ain't good. Definitely not thrilled uh, with the fact that we hadn't been that balanced. But I think against LSU, if Dart can get any time, I really think their DBs are bad. I, I just, and it's, it's that, and that's why I think they can exploit them. Yeah. Uh, LSU, I think, comes into the game 115th in the country in pass defense and Ole Miss going into Alabama, the number one scoring offense in the SEC and um, top 10 in the country, obviously, as well. So, Ole Miss just hasn't clicked other than Trey Harris was dominating for – and he's not healthy. Yeah, the thing with the Ole Miss thing is the offense, it's like they, they'll get some occasional big chunk players, and we saw that with Dayton Wade in the first half, but they're not getting the steady – the running game. You know, it's like either Dart's taking off, making some plays with his legs, or they're hitting some down-the-field long plays, but, like, that's like it. You know, there's where there aren't, like, a lot of steady six-yard – like the Judkins was catching six, seven a pop last year. There's none of that. Picking Ole Miss this weekend? Yeah, I am. I like us this week. I really just the way it sets up, man. It's fading. You know, every last week, I I I was so cautious. Like all the idiot. I mean, I don't want to call them idiots. I'm <laughs> friends with a lot of them. But every national sports media person in the country was on Ole Miss plus seven last week, and I was just like all week. I was like, man, like Ole Miss is like never. I mean, I was like they they don't understand. Like Ole Miss doesn't win in Tuscaloosa. I mean, it's happened twice. And whenever it's, like, super public, that always scares me. But now it's flipping the other way. And, you know, you are obviously see the narrative. Everybody's freaking out after that second half. And so now, you know, Ole Miss is in a back against the wall spot, against a rival, home underdog. I think LSU's past, he could be exploited. I mean, I think Ole Miss – I think you're looking at a very similar to game to what LSU-Arkansas ended up being, where it got wild in the second half, ended up 34-31. I think some – you know, the over-under is, like, 67 at 66 and a half, which is – you know, I understand it, but I kind of think this is a game that goes down to the final possession either way, and I just hope uh, Ole Miss is on the right side of it. But you're not loving that Ole Miss is honoring the 2003 team this weekend? No? I, I got to ask about that. Like, who thought of that? Like, and look, I was – that was my junior year at Ole Miss – well, my real junior year. I mean, I was there so long that you could get technical. You're, but, you're Van Wilder before Van Wilder was Van Wilder. Yeah, when I went back, it was like Van Wilder with a lot less women, you know, but it was definitely fun. Um, But – so the uh the oh three thing though, like, I gotta ask this. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm all about honoring the O three team. I mean yeah. Eli, you know, a lot of great memories. How you do an LSU week when their biggest legacy was like I loved everything that team did, but like I'll never forget that 03 LSU game, the 17-14. You can't do an LSU week. Just honor markets all week. I don't mean just don't like, you know, and even Eli and them, you know, it's got to piss them off being there 20 years later against LSU because the 
Dude, I didn't leave my frat house room till Wednesday the next week. I was so upset about that game. That was the most I've ever been upset about a sporting event in my entire life was that LSU won this game at 03. 20-year-old me. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. The only one it rivaled for me was Valpo. I was 10 years old when Valpo happened, and I cried like Oh, that. yeah. Like, that's the only thing it rivaled. But, like, I was on the 50-yard line sitting in my dad's fancy-schmancy seats, and I'll never forget how I felt when Travis Johnson picked off Matt Mock and took that. Oh, I was in the student section, and that was the biggest, wildest sport. Yeah, and, like, we're, we talk about the Russell Crowe pregame video doing the gladiator stuff, and I'd never seen up to that point. And, of course, Ole Miss has done this now. Like, 2014, Ole Miss, Alabama. You could pick some games now, but back then, you never seen Ole Miss at this level of hype. Oh, it was unbelievable. And, and of course, the most we are Ole Miss thing ever happened. Lou Groza, award-winning kicker Jonathan Nichols, misses two makeable field goals, and Doug Buckle steps on Eli's foot. So – and then, of course, I the still main... don't know why we went under center on that fourth down, but <laughs> we're still bitter about it, though. Oh, I'm like, still pissed about it, dude. Like, and and I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't know why you you don't do it this week. Do it ULM week when no one's going to be in the stands. Yeah, week. Yeah. Do it LSU. I just, I mean, uh... brutal. Because you're right. I, I haven't really thought about it that way. As good as that 2003 team was and did historical things, including winning the first ever or having the first ever 10 win season for Ole Miss football in its history or in modern history, whatever it was, they're remembered for losing to LSU. Oh, I mean, I'd say it, but yeah. I they mean, went seven and one in the league, their best finish, and they lost the one game <laughs> at home. And then LSU just wins the national title. 
the atmosphere, but Saturday will be fun. Five o'clock kickoff weather looks good. And you're going to be there for the 21st. Hell yeah, I'm going to be there, man. I don't miss this game, man. I'm going to be, I'm actually going to Oxford uh, Thursday morning. Um, I'm going to be around. I'm doing, I, I'm staying until Monday too. I'm going to watch football in the square all day Sunday, make a big Oh, trip heck up. yeah. So, like, we have no excuse for not being friends with each other when you come to town. Like, yeah, you've been here for four days. Shoot over and watch the football Sunday, man. Yeah, you that's know? what I might do. Well, thanks for coming on doing this. This weekend is a huge weekend in college football, just the slate in general. Um, probably the most action packed weekend so far, right? Oh, last week was pretty good, but then yeah. Ohio State, Notre Dame, and, you know, you had, what, six ranked matchups. But this one's really, really good, too. And, yeah, bunch bunch of good games. That Notre Dame-Duke, I can't believe game day is going to Duke for college football, man. What a funny world. What's your, like, lock of the week, then? Oh, uh, okay, I've gone through – the one that's interesting to me, I don't – I never like lock, but I, I don't know if Tennessee should be laying 12 and a half against South Carolina with how Tennessee's played so far this year. And, like, Rattler can get hot, and they scored – South Carolina scored 63 on them last year mm. when Rattler got hot. I'm kind of thinking South Carolina's got a shot at an upset there. Um. I, but, I mean, that's definitely not a lock. I don't tr- – I'm not saying you can really trust them. Do you ever hard. really do locks anymore? I never use the term lock. I, I'd say my no best such thing. I know. My best educated guess, boys. You know? Your best uh, educated guess for the game to bet on this weekend is South Carolina, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah I like the money line. I think it's going to be like three or four to one. I think South Carolina might could win. So, that's a long – it's like a little lotto ticket, but, you know, probably put 50 bucks to win like 200 on it, if, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, that, that one was kind of standing, standing out to me. There's a pretty good amount of them, but I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but I mean, but I'm going to take all you may, people are going to tell me I'm dumb, but I'm taking the rebels. I'm in baby. Two yeah, and a half. Me, I'll take them. I, I think yeah. I wrote, I, I submitted my spirits pick. We run that, um, content mm-hmm. item every game day Eve. And my spirits pick said, I'm picking Ole Miss to beat LSU because I'm scared of my message board. So Ole Miss 27, LSU 26. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with more. Of like I don't want to th- get yelled at anymore. Mincy. I'm going with like a 30. 30- Eight thirty-four type deal. I think this thing's gonna get kind of wild. Coin flip. Look, I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun, and it's my favorite favorite weekend. It's sold out to hell. I think the atmosphere is gonna be great, and you know what could you know can't can't what could go wrong? Yeah, what could ever go? What could ever go wrong? He's been minced. How's Barstool going, man? I didn't even. Man, everything's good. Just getting ready. Life comes at you fast. I'm moving to Chicago November first. Awesome. Yeah, I just it's just funny because if you'd have told me two months ago I'd be moving to Chicago, I would be. You know, whatever, but uh, but I already got a place, and uh, they w- were opening a new office in late October there. Uh, mm-hmm. so I-, I maneuvered it where I was like, Well, I'm not moving till November, so October I'm gonna enjoy myself, and you know, I'm gonna do to do LSU on Miss and a bunch of fun South stuff the next month, and yeah, it's just crazy. I never thought I'd live in Chicago, so yeah, it's uh, I think it's does good, Chicago. like New Orleans fits your person, like if anybody really knows you, New Orleans fits you to a T. Oh, yeah, it does. The Chicago vibe kind of fits 40-year-old, like middle-aged Mincy better. Well, the the thing is, man, it's like when you look at what's going on with Barstool, now that Penn Gaming doesn't own it anymore, part of the draw to Louisiana was me helping build the sportsbook app in Louisiana and the Penn properties. Mm -hmm. And now that all that's gone, I think you kind of need to be working in the office, you know. The remote, like They didn't tell me I had to move like my job was on the line or anything. But Big Cat sat me down and said, look, I really want you in this office and I want you to be part of this. And, like, I mean, I'd be a damn fool if, like, a top, what, top two or three sports media person is telling me that. Like, uh, any other old Miss people, anybody running the St. Ju- – I'm running the St. Jude Half Marathon December 2nd in Memphis. Go. I'm going to raise some money. Um, if you put it out there in the universe, like, publicly, like we were talking about before we sat down to record, 
if you want to put public pressure on me, I'm giving you a platform. I do it, man. Hey, look, man, we need money. Hey, there's never it, enough money you can raise for children fighting yeah. cancer, you know? Of course. So, uh, but I'm excited about it. I, you know, if you'd have told me, you know, 40 year old me running a half marathon, hell yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man, life's good. You know, I don't know. I kind of like just getting older things real interesting where like my priorities are a lot different at 40 than 35, but like, I actually enjoy life more. I just way, way more conscious about what I eat and, you know, living healthy and all that stuff. It's just, you get older and you kind of realize like, Hey, you only get one shot at this thing. So I'd like to keep it going as long as I could. Well, if you need somebody to join you for hot yoga, because apparently I'm going to be joining you in a 5K in Memphis for yeah. kids for St. Jude. So if you need hot yoga this week, I guess holler at me. We'll do it. Hell yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, hope to see you this weekend. All right, buddy. See you soon. Right. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life. And the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com slash Goals24. That's Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply.